We're back. We're back. With another episode. Yes, sir. My name is Osagi. And my name is Chris. And this, this is, is Prophetic Foolishness. What's up? What's up? What's up? Man, the People's Podcast, we back. The People's Podcast, the People's Choice. Man, you know, we doing what they want. Um, mm-hmm. If this is your first time tuning in, uh, man, this is Prophetic Foolishness. Uh, this is where we talk about uncommon topics that might engage with the common person and give them a space to challenge the societal norms. Mm-hmm. So if this is your first time, we say welcome, welcome. to a delicious dish of discussion. Bienvenidos. Uh, yes. And um, if you're, you know, a returning Prophetic Foolishness fan, we say welcome back to the living room. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you've been rocking with us. You know, you know the style. You know how we rock here. This is a place where we want to challenge your societal norms, you know. So whether you agree with us or not, just keep listening because it might challenge or ask you why or even just be a good conversation starter for you. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into today's topic. Hold on. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm really excited about today's topic. Um, and uh, some of y'all, this is going to hit right at home. And to some of y'all. This is not going to land for you at all um, because of your lack of depth in relationships. Oh, okay. That's what I'm taking. Whoa. Um, So today's question is, is it ever okay to cheat on your barber? Now we'll start off. Let me give a back. Let me give a a, a backstory. Let's define that. You know what I'm saying? What is cheating on your barber? So people are asking, what what, what is cheating on your barber? So I don't understand, like... Cheating on your barber, I don't understand. So, um, I'm going to speak specifically from the African-American and I would say even the Latino community Mm. here. The relationship between a man and his barber is birthed fairly early, you know? Hmm. Two of them are strangers and, you know, they meet in the chair (laughs) and they're like, oh, you know, this is new for me. Oh, this is new for me too. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what type of haircut do you want? Ah, this... This and you're kind of nervous. You're like, I don't know, like, can he do it? Ah, and then after mm. the barber cuts your hair to success, yep, you then leave, and he's like, you're like, wow, I love this, and he's like, man, I love this too. And <laughs> at that moment, a man has now locked in a relationship with his barber. Locked in. So after that, he now goes to that same barber. He doesn't even, he sits in the barber chair. He, he schedules an appointment. He sits in the barber chair. Mm-hmm. He no longer tells his barber what type of haircut he wants. Oh, he just Because know. the relationship is there to where you don't have to ask, right? Yeah. Like with your wife, I don't ask her what type of flowers she likes, she wants, because I know which one she wants. Yeah. It's a relationship. So. So. That, that, was, is, yeah. that is why I asked the question, because after you forge this strong, deep relationship with your barber, some people for years, they've only had maybe four people touch their hair in their 40 years of life because of yep. actual relocation. Yep. So that is the weight behind this. To some of my Caucasian listeners, some of you guys go to sports clips, so you have no sort of tie to your barber. I said it, I'm just going to say it. You don't know, you just sign up wildly and get your hair cut by anybody. You live a reckless life, you know? You gamble every time you go to the shop. You know, you don't know who's cutting your hair. But for other people who care and take care of or, you know, tenderly know who's cutting their hair, mm-hmm. they feel this. And yeah. so that is why I ask, is it okay to chill on your barber because you have forged a strong relationship with your barber. Your barber knows your head. You've been going to them multiple times. They've seen you through seasons of life, mm. you know? So, Chris. Yes. I say all of this to say. All of that to say what? Is it okay 
for you to ever <laughs> cheat on your barber. And <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I am Chris's barber, and I have been for the last year and a half. Oh, man. So whatever you say, <laughs> know that this directly affects me and your relationship. <laughs> so now, All right, you can now. answer the question. Man, well, Prophetic Foolishness family, <laughs> you are about to hear some crazy stuff. <laughs> because this past Sunday, I went and got my hair trimmed by another barber. <laughs> Guys, um, well, this will be the last episode <laughs> Did you really? No, I had to get no, lined up. <laughs> it be your own friend, bro. It really be your own people. And I knew I was looking at I his head. I didn't want you to find out like this. No, 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 no. no I was looking at Chris's hair, and I was like, hey, man, I don't know if I remember doing that. But I'm like, you know, sometimes Chris be edging himself up. So oh, it's, it's all good. You know what? You really went to another barber. That's, it's funny that we chose to record this now because this actually just happened on Sunday morning. You went to another barber. <laughs> I am so hurt. Uh, okay, okay. So is this let, how you live your life? Let me give the backstory. Let me give the backstory. No, nah, right. I don't. I don't <laughs> even want the backstory. Do you think this is okay? Is this hold on? Have you been stepping out on me? <laughs> is this what we have come to? Man, it was a situation that had it had to get done. I was. I looked in the mirror on Saturday night. I was mm. like, Oh, I'm about to get on a flight. Mm. I'm all the way in Florida. Mm. And this haircut is not going to last me. I didn't bring my clippers with me, so mm. I couldn't do it myself. Mm. And so I hit my old barber up. And I was like, hey, Chris, man, can you slide me in Sunday morning? I just need an edge. And he was like, come through. So is this what you do <laughs> when I'm asleep at night? You just step out? <laughs> you go step out and see your side barber? Uh, Am I not good enough for you? so crazy. That's crazy. So talk about Chris. Yeah. Wow, this is real new guys. Hey, hey not y'all, for this. This is this is this not is planned. Fresh content. <laughs> so, so I can't hide my emotions. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. But Chris, do you think this is okay? Like, is this how you want to live? To our listeners, yes. Do you think this is okay for people to be doing? To our listeners, I will say this. I think that the barber client relationship is all about trust, mm-hmm. but not trust in the way that you typically understand it. When you go and sit in a barber chair, you are trusting that barber not only with your hair, mm. with your image, mm. with your clout, mm. with your self-pride yeah, and dignity. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that you're putting into the hands of the barber. Mm. And so I think that if you are in a situation where you're not near your primary barber, but there is somebody else who you trust at that level, it's okay. Chris, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. A wise man once told me, he said, listen here, a man should cheat on his girl before he ever cheats on his barber. (laughs) (laughs) So, look, you can owe, like, the relationship with your barber is sacred. Sacred. Like, your barber is the most important person in your life. Before you you go, before you graduate, you go see your barber. That's true. Before, before you get married. Before you get married, you see your barber. Before you go to prom. Prom, your barber. You know? And that's a relationship you build. So I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. 
Because I've seen uh, you through. I cut your hair before my wedding, yeah, Chris. Yeah, that was a good chop. That was. I, I look back at the photos. I was like, I did that thing. That was a good chop. But let me ask you a question. Okay? Yeah. So you say it's okay if, you know, proximity, mm-hmm. you go to another barber. Since in the year and a half that mm-hmm. I've been cutting your hair. Yeah. How many other times have you gone to another barber? <laughs> in all honesty. No, none. This is the first time? It's the first time. That's what they always say, guys. <laughs> Ladies, that's what they always say when they step out on you. This is the first time. Uh, you've, you've done this before. Wow, this is uh, crazy. No, but let me tell you. Actually, no. When I went home last Christmas, I, I did go and get a And we wasn't cut. really. No, yeah. I didn't know we was there. Yeah, we, we, yeah, there. yeah. We, we were in school, but I think it was just like a long break. Mm, yeah, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. So when it was like a long no, break, it was I, like weeks. I don't feel it. No. Yeah. You go. Like, if I go to the barber shop, right, yep. and my barber is not available I can see all those barbers with empty chairs and, and I'm not getting a haircut. Really? No, I'm committed. Really? You don't cheat on your barber. Because the thing is, the second you step back into the barber chair, let me tell you what happens, guys. You go sit back in your barber's chair and you're like, hey, I'm back. And he might pick up his clippers and, you know, he starts the clippers. Yeah. And you're going to see a pause. And yeah. He's going to look at your head sideways. He's gonna know. Oh, I, I, he said, I, didn't. I did not cut your hair this way. Yeah. And once he sees that, he might not even say nothing. The trust has been broken. Mm. So much so that, you know, how you might hit up your barber for those yeah. last minute appointments? All of a sudden, those appointments start disappearing. Ooh, he ain't got no more of those last minute appointments yeah. for you. You That's know, when you, when you needed that Saturday appointment before something big and yep. he had no more availabilities, he all of a sudden don't have it. Because you've broken the trust. Yeah. It's an intimate setting. Your barber sees you at your lowest and he builds you back up. Man. You come in without cuts for like four weeks at yeah. least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We come in looking ugly. Ugly. Yes. And he's like, don't worry. Come, 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 come. Yeah. Sit in my chair. I'm going to build you up here. Leave out looking like $100,000. Bro, like you are bulletproof for 48 hours after you get your hair cut. Oh, for sure. You know, like your barber is your therapist. Can't ther- nobody tell me Literally. nothing. Yeah. Your barber is your therapist. You talk to them about, you know, they'll see you go through your different girlfriends, your dates. You know, you'll talk mm-hmm. to them about your dates, different things in life, family stuff. Careers. You know, the barber will tell you the truth about yourself. They'll be like, hey, man, you need to start washing your head more. You know, mm. you got, you got mm. dandruff. I'm going to tell it to you. Ooh. You know, or don't put grease in your head before you come get the haircut. Yeah. So all these things yeah. like, are on the way when you cheat on your barber. So that's yeah. why I say it's never like... Never okay. Never, man. If I, you cheat on your barber, you might as well cheat on your girl, bro. Wow. That shows. <laughs> that, that's what I stand by. Wow. You might as well cheat on your girl. Man, that's wild. Mm. I I remember back in the day when I was uh, in high school, young buck. Mm. I would just be trying to get a cut when I needed a cut. So you would just you was reckless. I was reckless. I was life. like. Hey, okay, I'm in Orlando right now. Let me get a cut. Oh, you know, I'm over in this part of Florida right now. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm in Philly right now. Mm-hmm. I need a cut. Like, who can give me a cut? And so you would just bounce around. I'll bounce around. I'll go to the same barber shop and try out different barbers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, I mean, I, oh, I'm, what? Not, I'm not seeing you this time. I'm, I'm going to try him so out. So you would, like, walk in and you're, the dude would be like, no, no, no. And you'd be like, no, no, no. I'm not going to you. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for him. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> This is and called. I think, this is I think a, that's one of the most disrespectful things dog. to walk into a barber shop and, and somebody got an open seat and you're just like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting on him. <laughs> I'm waiting on him. No, listen, listen, listen. Cardinal rule, like these are the unspoken rules of the barbershop. If you go to a barbershop 
and you're getting your haircut by a dude at least more than like two times. Yeah. That is your barber now. If you want to switch barbers, yeah, you got to go to a whole new shop. A whole my new brother. shop. You can't go to the same shop. Oh my guy. man, the same shop. No, that you can't go to the same shop. You got to now leave that barber shop. Yeah. Even if you see the dude next to him, like man, he's really cold. Can't do it. Can't. Can't uh, do you just it. Got, you just got to stick with the bad you one. You got, bro. You, you got to either stick with the bad one or, or you have to whole find new shop. a whole new shop. Oof, man, man I, I feel like women struggle with that more than anything. Because bro, you like, think so? Women's, right? They, they, some women will let their hair grow out three feet <laughs> rather than go to a new salon <laughs> stylist. Because that's, well, that. Some girls they get color, right? Oh, that's true too, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It really depends on the ethnicity we're talking about here. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some girls get color and they're like, Oh yeah, this person does my color right, right? And mm-hmm. so they don't want no one else trying their color or whatnot. But then like usually some people but like honestly it really depends because like some sisters are like, Man, like I know this one person can do my hair and he does it good every time. I don't mm-hmm. want no one else messing up. Yeah. But sometimes relocation goes into that. Relocation, you know, yeah. Relocation. Because then you got to find, oh, can this person do natural yeah. hair? Can this one do curly hair? Can they exactly? Can this one do, you know, can they braid? Yeah, can yeah, they, yeah. you know, do, do sewing? Sewing, all, all that. that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's different ethnicities. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's why I said specifically for the black and Latino community, mm-hmm. those people have a sense of like, you know, Man, my barber is like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, like not saying like if you're a white dude listening to this, do not be offended by this. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying for the they, majority, yeah, you know, for the majority of white dudes, they be going like, oh man, I just they, they go about get, once a month, once, once a month, every two months, they get the haircut out of necessity. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh man, it's getting kind of long. I gotta get, out, I gotta get off my ears, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So then they go to supercuts, yeah, or sports clips. You know what I'm saying? Now some of those dudes who have been exposed to like a really good barber and they know like. Hey, I'm going to like an actual like barber shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Some saying? of my coworkers, they go to the barber barber. Barber, like yeah. the barber shop. They set an appointment. Name. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm a lead office. I you gotta know, get my exactly. cut. Exactly. You're yeah. not going during your lunch break to mm-hmm. supercuts and being like, give me the next available person. That right. is a risky life. Like those are the type of people who gamble. Like you're gambling <laughs> with your life. But like, you know what I'm saying? Usually, like, and so with the I mean, honestly, all ladies for the most part, unless you just don't care, mm-hmm. they care about who, like, mm. women care a lot about their hair, too. Yeah. So they care about who's breaking it, lot. who's doing X, Y, and Z, who's doing all this. So, like, they're going to be a little more, um, you know, choosy about who they pick. But Instagram and stuff like that is mm-hmm. a huge thing. But for me, if I'm finding a new barber, I don't cut my hair, caveat, um, I have to, one, see his Instagram, and I have to at least get a referral. Like I have to know someone who somebody goes to has to yeah because okay. sometimes okay. you know Instagram I'm like ah oh, but I need to know someone who goes to him he also has to be professional yeah like, I can't oh, have a barber man. canceling professionalism is huge man like I need to book an appointment like I'm a grown man bro yeah. I'm not gonna go sit in no barber shop and for wait hours for hours, and wait. Yeah. no give me my appointment and I'm leaving you know what I'm saying I tell you what man like that's one of the toughest things about moving cities. Mm-hmm. Is finding a new barber. Oh, for uh, sure. It makes you feel un- finding a new barber, finding a grocery store, finding a doctor. Like those are yeah. like the rough parts about moving. Yeah. Cause I remember when I moved to Austin, man. Mm. Like I went to so many barber shops yeah. trying to get. Boy, I walked away looking crazy <laughs> from some places. Yeah. It's like, what are y'all even trying to do? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. going against the grain, mm-hmm. just crazy things. <laughs> Like absolute yeah. torture. I shaved my head. Really? I shaved my head once. So you went through. You struggled. Oh, I struggled. Yeah, so you and then know, I know. <laughs> you know what you've been through to get where we're at. 
Chris, you sit in the barber chair, you don't even say nothing. You're like, hey, man, you know what it is. And you already know what the you beat is. You already know what the deal is. Yep. I know exactly you, how you like your beard. Mm. You know, I know how you like your, your fade. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I get you out in a timely fashion. Timely fashion. So, you know, what was it <laughs> that made you feel like, am I not good enough uh, for you? No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, she know your barber is just like, it's just, ne- I mean, like I said, I live by the G code, man. Like, you can't never cheat on your barber. If your barber doesn't have an availability for mm. something you need, you just don't get a haircut. Just don't get a haircut. It's a, it's bigger. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. <laughs> that than just the haircut. <laughs> I have forged a relationship. Forged it. Like if you're a baby and your mom can't breastfeed you, you just gonna walk to another mama <laughs> and get another breast. Like you, all right, I'm taking hey, all milk. But but what if you look like this? Let's say you're an adult and mm-hmm. you look at your barber like a chef, right? Mm-hmm. If that if the restaurant don't got a reservation, you just gonna go to another restaurant. No, I'm cooking at home. <laughs> I'm cooking at home. Cooking at home. I'm cooking at home. But it's different, man. Like you and that chef ain't got the relationship. I'm talking about the relationship, man. That's true. That's true. Like honestly, let me tell you, this is and this is free game for all those entrepreneurs out there or even think about it, man. Like I think I would go on the side and say like forty percent is the service, like or forty percent is the actual product. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sixty percent is the actual service. So the whole experience, the whole, yeah, the whole experience. So if you're a barber and you make that person leave there, like you can give them an all right cut, yeah, but you listen to them, you like talk to them, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You engage with them, you engage with them, yeah, they felt known by you. Man, I'm staying, you know what I'm saying? I'm staying at that barber shop, Mm -hmm. and you're professional, like the experience, like you said, professional, on time, all those things, and you know, things happen and stuff like that, cool, but like all those things. Line up, man. Like it's cool. Like you're gonna rock with that barber for oh for, for a while for a while, for a while. and that's goes for because those things person. go far. Like man. if you can, I've been in some barber shops where I was scared for my life. I Bro, ain't gonna lie. Sure. You see like, the dude before you, you're like, oh heck. I'm no. just like, oh somebody came in yelling. Yeah. What? <laughs> like talking <about laughs> somebody got upset at their cut. They oh, they they push their edge back yeah. or something. They want to fight. That's and it'd be oh, like that. Oh man, nah. Uh, and so I seen I seen some deals go down in the, in the shop before. I was like, I man. can't be here, y'all. Y'all gonna get me that's caught a, up. That's another <laughs> thing, bro. Like you know, like the barber shop, the barber has to have professionality. Yeah, like, yeah. He has to be professional. Mm-hmm. You can't come in there doing like I mean, you can't come in there canceling appointments. Mm-hmm. You can't come in there take a break know, to take eat. Why you break? Take it. Yeah. Why you, you trying to eat? Nah, and then, man. Like I'm an adult now. Like maybe yeah. when I was a kid and my mama dropped me off at the barbershop, hey, I had yeah, to do with this. Wait two hours. Exactly, <laughs> man. I'm not doing that no more so i mean you think about that man like if you're listening uh hear, hear from me hear from your uncle osagi man this is free game man for those of you that don't have a barber like uh, that you know by name that you go to consistently get one that's one of the best things you can do if you that, need a recommendation ask me ask me or yeah or ask yeah ask chris because chris will probably send you to me <laughs> <laughs> ask chris <laughs> Or ask me, because then I'll send you to me too. Um, but if you're a bar, if you're a dude and you need a recommendation, listen. But yeah. like you know, we, we got the the word on the street. Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, you're that barber who knows you will like cater to your hair and pay the extra money for it. Like mm-hmm. sports mm-hmm. might do cheap, yeah. but you might get four different haircuts four different times. Exactly. That same person that cut your hair consistently will mm-hmm. know you. Y'all forge a relationship. You. will Add confidence. He might suggest, like, hey, man, grow your beard out a little bit. I'll teach you how to, like, groom it, trim it, mm-hmm. teach you how to style your hair, different products, teach you how to wash your hair, all these different things that yeah. you're not going to get from this quick and easy, you know, sports clips or super cuts that you're going to or maybe this other spot where they just bought your hair. 
invest in a good barber. Once you build that, you'll understand what we're talking about when I say cheating on your barber is not okay. Just like mm-hmm. if you invest in a relationship, yeah. like you and your girl, mm-hmm. like, you know, she knows you, you know what I'm saying? You don't take her on dates. You've invested in her, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and if someone's like, hey, man, go get another girl. You're like, nah, man, like, this is my girl. Like, I've already you know been rocking with her for this I'm long. rocking with her, you know what I'm saying? So it's really a relationship mm-hmm. that you forge. Yep. So that's why I encourage you guys that don't have a barber, get one and commit to them. And those of you who are cheating on your barber, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. you Unless know? the situation calls for it. No, there's no situation <laughs> that causes for it. You you just go without a haircut. You That's just go, the thing. You just go without a cut. Man, do y'all agree with that? Like, if you truly, like, if you rocking with your barber and your barber don't got an availability, mm. you just go without a cut. What if you're cut. gone for like a month? Huh? What if you're gone for like a month? See, that's the thing. You got to keep your upkeep and maintenance. Mm. So if you don't go... Like, I, that you, was true. I forgot my clippers. Yeah, you got to keep your upkeep and maintenance. Now, personally, I don't suggest you edge your own self up or do that, some of that stuff because y'all be making it worse for your barber. Too, mm. too many too mm. many chefs in the kitchen will spoil the soup, you Ooh. know? But maintenance and being like, never go where you're looking too rusty. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get haircuts like decently often you might be able to do okay i can do like if you get like i get my haircut every 14 days at least yeah so you go between there like i can do another yeah. you know if i I, to, I used to i days. think i think two weeks every two weeks a cut is necessary mm-hmm. um especially when you have if, a fade like if yeah. you get it like faded on the sides like all the way to the skin mm-hmm. you gotta you, get it. you might be able to stretch it to three yeah that's what i'm saying half. that's it you're not looking terrible you're at not, three. no no you know? you're not bad at all a month maybe even yeah maybe uh, nah, even yeah if you're a month uh, yeah like, ah, okay yeah, that's time, you time like, to get a cut yeah yeah but i would also say um in between those times it is important to kind of like Edge up the back, keep mm, the keep mm, the neck hairs mm, down, mm, 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 all that kind mm, of stuff, you know, just to make sure you some people are really good at it. That's what I will say. Some people are good at it. If you aren't already good at it at this point in your life, don't start. Mm-hmm. Because some people will really push their hairlines back, mess up their beards, mm. mess up all that stuff. And then you just gotta shave it all off. And then your barber's gonna be like, What you want me to do with this? Yep. Yeah, I can't regrow hair, you know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I think that's a safe bet. Like, I don't trim my own facial hair. I don't trim my own edge up. Just because, like, I want my barber to keep it as crisp as possible. And I don't mm. want my hairline pushed. So, yeah, man. I think don't cheat on your barbers unless you're willing to cheat on your girl. And if you're not willing to cheat on your girl, or if you are willing to cheat on your girl and your barber, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. Discussion for the prophetic foolishness fam. What is that? So what this is is a segment in the podcast where members of the PF fam get their questions uh, answered and discussed by yours truly, Christian Osagi. Cool, cool, cool. What we got today, bro? Today we're going to talk about tipping at restaurants. Man, do we do it? Do we not do it? How much do you do? When is it appropriate? Etc. Man, let me tell you. So this is a societal norm that I hate. Like, I hate it. Really? I hate that restaurants mm. put it on the cons- the customer yeah. to pay a living wage. their living wages yeah. to their service. I truly hate it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, I mean, with any job, if you don't like it, yeah. like, you know what you're getting into. So, like, it should not be on me. Like, I'm like, you don't go to... 
you know, any other sort of service. Like, if you, you don't go to Spotify and be like, oh, you know, I got to tip Spotify. Like, no, I'm paying you. Hopefully, Spotify's using my money to make sure that everything's working. You know, I want this yep. service, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I understand the social stigma, mm -hmm. especially around tipping for black people. And the social stigma is that Ooh, black that people do not tip. tip. Ooh, and yeah. I hate that stereotype. So that means you tip. So I, I sometimes over, no, I honestly truly over tip. Yeah. To overcompensate. What does tip. over tipping mean? Like 10%, 15%, 18%? I'm not like 25. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you saying, you said, you hey, no, 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 hey. you a big boy. Hey, hold on, hold on. Look, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even be going to eat. I don't go to eat at places like oh, that. Oh, okay. Bro. All right. So 25% of $20 ain't that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that much. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I hate that, you know, that's the, the, like, the pressure on it. But also, I'm, like, trapped in my own self because I'm like, man, I don't want to seem like, man, the, like, the black person that didn't tip. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, so I'm mm -hmm. like, man, here I go. You know what I hate? I, I, I think tipping is cool in when it's appropriate. Mm. I don't like feeling coerced to tip. <laughs> when the service is bad mm. just because they didn't get paid much. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, if, if I'm in a place where the server was trash, we had to wait so long to order, the food was mm. terrible. I mean, mm. they can't even help the food, but yeah. it just adds to the experience. Yeah. Why why do I have to tip yeah, 18, was, 20%? Yeah. It was garbage. Yeah. I but you feel inclined to tip mm, at least mm, something. You got to you can't you can't just do zero percent and yeah. say I was Thoroughly upset with yeah. the service hit. Yeah, you know, like you can't you can't do that because mm. there's just like this societal pressure to tip it. something. It's, it's so stupid. Like, why am I paying more? Yeah. For like that's what I, I give it, me the ticket price. Just, like, give, just me, give, give me give me the give me the whole price. Man, I remember reading this article where this one restaurant started uh, increased their prices on their food menu, mm -hmm. paid their servers more. And like all, everything was like so much better. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people just like, oh, okay, this is all I'm gonna have to pay for. Like it's cool. But like when you have to tip, it's just like I think so dumb. And it's like, especially like in some places, I'm going to give y'all free games. Some places are like, like, not everywhere wants a tip. You know what I'm saying? Especially with like these little, um, uh, everyone's going away from like those old cash registers and have like these yeah. like, squares. Yeah, then you can kind of flip around. Yeah, they'll turn yeah. around. Now look, personally, sometimes when I get to those places, I do not tip. And like you'll see like the, sometimes you kind of feel bad. Like you're guilty to Oh, like, because oh. they'll turn it back yeah, around. Yeah, they'll turn it back they'll around. look at the screen. Now look, I just <laughs> found the code. Look, so I put no tip. Right, and then you sign, and then it asks you if you want a receipt, and you say no receipt, and you don't want them feeling like see the see the amount that you did and the yeah. didn't tip. So after it says no receipt, click it again, touch the page, and then it goes back to like their regular menu, so they'll never know. They'll how never much. know. They'll never know <laughs> how much you did. So I I think my wife you showed me that. So look, because I used to feel the pressure like oh, I don't want them seeing that I didn't tip. Yeah, I'll always be pressured into tipping. So man, I'm like, man, you ain't got a tip for the for these folks out here, but they're I trying to get that. your money, man. I feel that. I mean, it and when I'm in those type of situations, I just always like typically tack on like a dollar or something like that. Yeah. But it just it's annoying to feel obligated. Obligated to tip. Yeah. I mean, I was at a restaurant the other day, you know, it was a hefty bill, and I was like, dang, this really Bro, especially when you like really imagine if you, imagine yeah. if you want to go out to like a nice restaurant. Yeah. And like the bill's gonna be up there. And it's like, dang, I gotta tip this much this more. This much more? Like, bro. That's three old meals. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I ain't going out no more. Yeah. 
That's oh, it. I mean, I'm passionate about this. I hate tipping at restaurants, especially now in Austin. You know, for those of you, it's like, man, food capital, like people be bougie. Like bougie. these restaurants just think they can charge $30 a plate because they yep. are. And it'd be they tasty. Are, and then the, it don't even be good. And then, <laughs> it don't be good? It don't even Where be tasty. Where you going? Bro, I went to this one spot. I was not. Oh, that's not I, calling them out. Dude. I'm not going to call y'all out. But I went to this one spot for New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I was not impressed. Damn. They ain't even, it was a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. They ain't even give you the complimentary chips and salsa. And my homie got the chips and salsa, and it was trash. Oh, like, one of the worst chips Man. and salsa I've you had. You might as well went to a food truck. That's what I'm better. saying. Like, people just think, man, so look. Honestly, if you if you're out there and you feel strongly like you don't like tipping is stupid and you you're not a fan of it, mm-hmm. man, welcome to the table. You know, yeah, we, I feel the same way. Um, and if you're in the food industry and you see the need for it, man, I get it. Like I understand yeah. that's how you make a wage. Like, you know, we're still obligated. One thing that I do like is sometimes when you like traveling across the world, like in Europe or something like that, mm-hmm. tipping is an insult. It's almost like really, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, you don't think I make money? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. You can be a professional, like, waiter, ra- waitress, maitre d', whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like the food service. What was that last word you said? Maitre d'. Oh, I ain't never heard that maitre word. Maitre d'. Maitre d'. I ain't yeah, yeah, that that's a word. word. <laughs> 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 I, had, I had a team fact check right <laughs> 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 uh, But, no, for the food service industry in a lot of other places is like a, a career. Yeah. yeah, like, you get, you, you like, you wear a suit and tie mm-hmm. and you're waiting on tables and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so... Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to those folks because actually getting paid. Man, but grind, we just need to change it over here. You feel me? Yeah, I'm so. just yeah. Let's like man, increase. If you gonna increase your prices, I ain't trying to tip nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone asking for a tip, I ain't trying to tip nobody. No. And you know, one other thing is like, how do y'all even split up the tip? Like, what's it like? Depending on oh, where you're at. Like, what who do the bartenders it? get? What do the bus boys get? Or not even restaurants. The waitress, co- coffee shops. Who gets the tip? That's true. You know, smoothie place. Who gets the tip? I will say, man, them tips back when I was working at a coffee shop slash bakery in college, mm-hmm. they used to be live. It was like they really had I mean, life. I could walk around, walk out one day with like 20, 25 bucks. And to a college student, I was like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> sorry, that's, bro. that's three meals. Hey, bro, you're like 25 bucks. I'm like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five. That's oh, yeah. what you But if you're yeah. making like seven dollars no, yeah, an hour, yeah, that's that like no, your extra dollars. I feel you, man. I feel I'm you. your extra hours. So, so man, y'all heard what we said, man. Look, if you feel like inclined to tip, go ahead. If you don't feel inclined to tip, if they want to fight you, tell them put them their hands up. You know, mm-hmm. if they want to fight, that's spray what they them do. with mace. You no, know? do what you got. Oh yeah, we're not fighting in 2020. <laughs> we are pepper spraying and macing people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But man, we love you guys. Thanks for rocking with us. Yep. You know, if you enjoy this podcast, man, share it with a friend. Uh, we truly, truly mean that. If you like this episode alone right now, stop and think about who you're going to send this episode to. Share it with a friend. You know, grow the prophetic foolishness fam. You know, um, if you're on Instagram, man, follow us on Instagram, uh, uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. All those different things. Mm-hmm. Um, share it to your IG store. We'll share it back. You know, we love finding out, like, you know, when our listeners are, like, listening and engaging with us, man. But, man, keep rocking with this thing. Keep our ears to the streets. You know, we're going to give you a delicious dish of discussion. Yep. You know, we are the People's Podcast 2020. 2020, man. That's what we are, you know. So share with a friend, man. Uh, we love doing this thing. We're going to keep bringing y'all good episodes. Season two is coming close to an end, but, you know, we got some more in, in the bag for you guys. So we started how we always end it. Yes, my sir. name is Osagi. And my name is Chris. And, and this, this is Prophetic, Prophetic Foolishness. Peace.